Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. So I want to first and foremost apologize for not releasing an episode this past Thursday. And if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while now, you know I'm all about self-care and really taking care of your health in so many different ways. And as much as I sit here and I preach about this, I actually had to take some time this week and actually implement the things that I talk about into my own daily life. So with that being said, I want to talk about a topic that's pretty much has been going on in my life in this past week, which is why I had to take a break from recording. And that is adrenal fatigue. I want to talk about what it is, some of the signs and symptoms of it so that you can fully understand whether or not you have adrenal fatigue and how to kind of react it. Well, I have a couple of questions for you. With this being the holiday season, are you feeling a little stressed or extremely tired? Maybe you're craving just a little bit more sweet stuff, like some more cookies, those cakes, whatever it may be, those lovely sweet indulgences that contain a lot of sugar. Or maybe you're struggling to fall asleep and stay asleep. All of these things that I'm talking about can be related to the constant stress that we are feeling in our lives and definitely during the holiday season. I don't know about you guys, but I know I have been under, I won't say like a whole lot of stress, but I've been busy. Um, This is a big time of the year for me. Usually the New Year's is a big time for a lot of my clients who want to come on board with new personal training and fitness, along with, um, you know, starting that new healthy lifestyle, um, new programs that they want to do a cleanse or they want to go and lose weight, all those goals kind of creep in. And I've been fortunate enough to have quite a few clients reach out to me in December wanting to get that jump start before that huge rush that we typically see at the gyms where people want to go um, start these New Year's resolution goals, right, to lose weight. So they're smart enough that they want to do that. The only thing is, I'm heading out to Hawaii next week. So that means that I had a shorter month than I typically would. I only had 20 days this month to really get in all the things that I wouldn't typically get in in a full, like, you know, 30-day month. So I had to kind of squeeze a lot of people in um, during that time, which caused a lot of stress on my plate on top of all the holiday parties and the hustle and bustle and packing and the list goes on and on and on and on and on, right? The only thing I didn't have to do this year, thank goodness, and I haven't done in quite a while because every Christmas my husband and I travel is to do the holiday shopping. 
Whew, so happy I didn't have to do that because I do not like dealing with malls. It's kind of funny because I used to work at a mall and my husband designs malls, but I don't really like the mall scene. Um, and I would probably have a whole lot of boxes coming to my house and having to chase down shipment. So I'm happy that I'm not doing that. And I haven't done that in the last couple of years because I make it a point to go out of town. So that's one less stress that you guys are probably feeling that I don't have to worry about. But back on to how stress can really have a huge impact on our health and wellness. Um, so the adrenals produce stress hormone, if you don't already know that. And therefore, adrenal fatigue kind of is a very popular thing that you hear a lot. Um, your adrenal glands look like kind of like a walnut that lives on top of both of your kidneys. So if you can kind of imagine like this walnut shape, which to me, I feel like walnuts look like a brain. So like this brain looking shape that lives on top of both of your kidneys. And it's very important that these glands produce many hormones, including your stress hormone, right? But what happens when this gland becomes overworked? Well, you've heard of like adrenaline junkies, right? These are the people that skydive. These are people who do a lot of wild and crazy things. This is the people that my friends think I am, but I'm not because I like to do a lot of adventurous stuff. But I also like my life. So you won't see me doing things that are really going to put my life in danger. Although I still, you know, probably do some things that the average person doesn't do. But those are those adrenaline junkies. Those are people that are chasing after that, that, that rush of that adrenaline. Adrenaline and cortisol are the stress hormones that give you the commonly known adrenaline rush that you get when you're like jumping out of an airplane or something like that. When you're totally alert and living fully in the moment. It's the feeling that your body knows it's like the fight or flight response. So some people, and maybe it's you, like it has, you know, sometimes I enjoy these things too. Love this intense feeling. And that's cool. That's absolutely cool. The release of this hormone and the fight or flight response in your body is a very normal reaction to any kind of stress. Um, stress can sometimes be a positive thing and it will help you like get out of a dangerous thing such as, um, you know, you see an accident or a car stop in front of you on the expressway and then you swerve to, to prevent that. That's good. Like you want to have that so that you prevent getting into a crash and really putting yourself in, into danger. Um, and after a short period of time, this fight or flight response starts to dissipate and your body goes back to normal, which is what you want to do. You don't want to have like your heart feeling like it's palpitating out of your chest all the time. That is not, that is not a good thing. But sometimes when you're feeling a constant stress, and it's not the stress of like, oh my gosh, my life is in danger, but there's a stress of like, I got all these things I got to get done and I have all these appointments to do and I got to see all these people and my job is working me too much and I come home and I don't get a chance to sleep. All of that, right? That's the everyday stress. This is considered chronic stress because it's not something that just, you know, you're not being chased down by a pit bull one moment or attacked by a shark and then all of a sudden you go back to normal. Like, this is like this constant like worry, the things that keep you up at night, the things that, you know, you're, all the to-do things that you have to get done in a short period of time. It's that chronic stress. And a lot of times it doesn't go away overnight. It carries on, on and on and on and on and on for months, years, whatever it may be. Um, and it would be nice, of course, to have this like rush every once in a while, but we don't get that. We don't get like this minute of like this excitement and then it goes away. We get this constant nagging feeling of like, oh, 
I got to do more. I got to do more. And there's not enough time. Like if you're one of those people that says like, there's not enough time in the day. And I trust me, I've been that. Like I, I hate when people are like, oh, there's only 24 hours in a day. And you got the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce does. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? Beyonce has a team of people to help her out. I have me, my husband, my business partner, and like one other person. Like I don't have 50 people running around doing half the things that I need to get done. Like a lot of the stuff falls on my plate. And at the end of the day, I get tired, right? That's that fatigue. That's that fatigue that sits in. So again, um, it's something that you really, really, really want to pay attention to. And you might be wondering, like, how do I know if I have adrenal fatigue, right? How do I, you know, what are some of the symptoms? So I'm going to go through some very common symptoms that most people start to experience when they are dealing with adrenal fatigue. And let me know if you are experiencing these now or, you know, can relate to these things, whatever it may be. Feeling tired for absolutely no reason. I, that was me this week, right? Um, waking up and like two hours later, you're, you're just, you're zonked. Like you're like, I don't want to get coffee. I've tried to, I try to stay away from coffee because I know it's not great for my other hormones. Right. And <laughs> This is, you know, the, your glands, your adrenal glands secrete the hormones. So like the last thing I want to do is add caffeine to it. It's going to make it even worse. But I'm tired. And I kept telling my husband, like, I just want to go to sleep. He's like, what do you want to go to sleep for? You haven't done anything all day. I'm like, oh, I just want I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. <laughs> so if you've been there, that's that's that could be a symptom, right? Craving salty or sh- uh, sweet snacks. Oh, that has been me this week. Like no other. I don't know about you guys, but it definitely has been me. Like I was back and forth between like, should I make morning glory muffins or should I make carrot cake last night? Morning glory muffins or carrot cake? And I was like, well, I should probably not make carrot cake because that's like icing on top. So I went with the muffins. I was craving something sweet. And then I'm doing that while I'm sitting there eating these salty, like um, spicy nut mix that I made. Okay. Yeah. You know, I have my faults. It's that time of the year. I enjoy myself a little bit too, but I was craving the sweet and the salty snacks. Um, again, morning fatigue, like I was just kind of talking about, like you, you, you wake up from an eight hour sleep and you still are tired. Um, or maybe you're feeling it in the afternoon. You know, it's not that two o'clock slump that you typically have, but it's like, it goes on for hours. Um, decreased sex drive. You're just not feeling it. Like you're just, like, I, I have no energy to even think about having sex. I'm not even attracted. Like, I just want to go to bed. I don't even want to do it. Um, or maybe you have like the opposite of um, of having a hard time going to sleep. Like you all of a sudden get like this rush of energy late in the afternoon, like this huge rush of energy. Maybe it's like you gain weight, especially around the waist area. You're starting to forget a lot of things. You know, I that was me this morning, rushing out the house. Oh my gosh, I forgot this. Uh, coming back and forth, back and forth, back and forth throughout the house. I remember meeting up with my friend earlier in the week and she was like, you just need to like breathe because you're changing your mind too much. Adrenal fatigue, right? Low body temperature, cold. I mean, yeah, I know it's like cooler in Michigan right now. It's in the 30s. But I was walking around my house. I'm like, I'm so cold. Can we turn up the heat? I'm freezing, right? So when your adrenal glands start to get tired, the reason why you're probably feeling some symptoms is because they start to secrete stress hormones day in and day out. And you start to get these symptoms and other symptoms. Um, I've even experienced symptoms like 
um, if I ignore these, these initial things, like if I ignore the fact that I'm having a hard time falling asleep and staying asleep, or I'm feeling tired all the time, or my mood is all over the place, or I'm gaining weight, or I'm losing weight, I'm dealing with joint pains, whatever these things, I'm having these, these cravings for all these crazy things. If I start to ignore these things, the next step that ends up happening, and luckily, 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 I've been trying to like, give myself some sleep, and I've also been very good on um, protecting my immune system with probiotics and elderberry syrup, which my um, business partner, Julie, makes. Luckily, I have not had this, this, um, this reaction, but in the past, I would get like these cold and flu-like signs, like symptoms. And that's when I know, like, at that point, I'm like, yeah, my adrenals are overworked. Because I start to get that cold, clammy feeling and those hotness. And then I'm just like super tired and my nose starts to run, all these things. And I know I'm not sick because I'm a pretty healthy person. It's just that my adrenals are so overworked that it's pretty much like I'm about to shut down so that you have to go to sleep. And then when I fall asleep, typically if I give myself like two days of good rest where I like just say no to things and honor my, my body and really nurture myself, I feel better. I feel like miraculously like better, like a hundred percent better. Um, <clears throat> so first off, I have to tell you that there aren't any medically accepted blood tests out there to test for these adrenal fatigue. So don't go to the doctor and be like, I want to test to see if I have adrenal fatigue. You're not going to find the answers that way. In fact, a lot of times, a lot of medical professionals won't even recognize that this is an actual issue that, um, that you're, Adrenals are so stressed out and overworked that they actually get fatigued. And you might find some research that says, like, there's no such thing. But really, I've, I've experienced it. You know, other people have experienced it. It gets to a point where, like, the official diagnosis is adrenal insufficiency or Addison's disease may apply. And you don't want to get to that kind of point. However, if you do have many of these symptoms, you should go and see your doctor to rule out any other conditions and make sure that it's not like you actually have enough cold or flu or anything like that. And they might be open to discussing adrenal fatigue or at the very least, maybe give you some wellness strategies to help you reduce stress in the symptoms that you're experiencing. Um, so you might be wondering, okay, what do I do? You know, you're telling me all about all these symptoms. Like, what are some action steps to help with that? So there are many things that you can do to reduce the stress and improve your health and energy in so many different levels. Think about it. Ideally, you want to, to have, like, less stress starting to really burn you out. So stress reduction is, I would say, the number one key because that's what's causing this problem in the first place, right? So there's a tons of things that you might already find that you can do to help reduce your stress. One of my favorite things to do is meditating, walking in nature, like going for a hike. I love it. Um, doing some kind of light exercise, maybe instead of me doing like kickboxing, like I was planning on going to do kickboxing after my TRX class, I decided to come home and, you know, meditate a little bit and do a little bit of yoga. I honor my body in that way. I mean, yeah, I could have pushed myself, and it, but it wouldn't do anything well for me. Uh, maybe it's getting more sleep. Maybe it's taking a nice bath. These are some some of the things that you can possibly do. Um, really, I mean, it, it's so many different things. So again, um, trying to find something that it is to reduce your stress in your life. And that may be, it could also be clearing out your schedule. We work in some relationships or learning how to manage your, your time manager skill. 
Maybe if you are working for a team, asking some of your teammates to help you out a little bit more. Uh, maybe it's delegating some of those tasks to someone else, a family member or a loved one. Maybe it's hiring someone to do some of the work that you don't want to have done, like cleaning your house. I was talking to one of my clients and she's like, I, I have this big house. And I told my husband, like, we're going to get someone to help clean the house because I'm not doing it on my own. Like I, she said that it took her six hours one time to clean her house really thoroughly. And she's like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to hire someone to do this, something like that. Maybe it's for the Christmas time. You just pay that little extra upcharge of having someone wrap the gift so you don't have to do it. Right? Maybe it's you now using like a crock pot or Instant Pot to move, make most of your meals so you don't have to slave in the kitchen. Things like that, right? Really getting good at managing things that are just excess burdens that you have to deal with and, and delegating to someone else or reducing that, that, that stress level of that task at hand. Um, sleep, going back to sleep. Getting sleep is so important, you guys. That is where your brain really recovers and that's where your body recovers. So you have to make sure that you get that sleep. Um, Really, really want to get the main repair that, that your adrenals start to go through for that sleep is between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. So making sure that you are not staying up late, you're not drinking any caffeine or alcohol to you know hinder your sleep. Um, you might want to consider going to do your workouts a little bit earlier in the day so that you can go to bed a little bit early so you don't have all of that um, all of, all of that energy going straight into bed. You might want to also think about like, what is it that you're eating? Nothing too heavy on your stomach. That's going to maybe um, interfere with that. Maybe not drinking too much liquid so that you're not staying up late at night. I personally love utilizing things like essential oils, um, doTERRA. And I will put a link um, in the show notes so that you can figure out how to order some of these things. But doTERRA has this really good serenity blend. And you can either diffuse it or if you have a salt lamp, which I love the glow of a salt lamp, plus I like the benefits of a sea salt lamp, the um, ionizing the air and everything else. I put like one drop and that's all I need. One drop of my sea salt lamp right by my bedstand, and I turn that light on and I shut off all my other lights. And I just let myself sit there and you can do like a nidra meditation, which you can find a ton of them on YouTube. Um, and it just helps you fall asleep. And then I recently started utilizing Vetifer by doTERRA. Oh my gosh. It's a really nice thick oil. It's very like groundy, smelly, um, very earth centric. I love it. You, um, put one drop. So like, it's so thick that you could take that one drop and actually rub it on both of your big toes, but you're going to take that one drop, rub it on both of your big toes, and it's going to keep you asleep. So serenity helps you fall asleep. Metaphor is like that, like knockout thing that helps you stay asleep. I should probably put it on my dogs too because they're the ones that keep me up at night more than anything else. Um, putting your phone in the other room. We've talked about this before. You know, maybe having something else as an alarm clock versus having that blue screen, turning off your TV, um, putting the do not disturb, the night vision, whatever it is that you need to do to, to prevent that actual distraction of the phone keeping you up late at night. Back into, um, since we've kind of talked about exercise, um, adrenal fatigue can uh, actually be helped sometimes by exercise and it can also be hurt a little bit by exercise. So you really want to make sure that you're utilizing exercise to your benefit. So exercise actually helps regulate the cortisol, but, um, and it helps relieve like depression and increased blood flow. But if you are already overworked, don't go to a CrossFit gym, don't go for a run, don't do any of those high intensity extreme sports because that's not going to help if you're already stressed, right? it's going to worsen the adrenal issue because your body doesn't know the difference between one stress and the other. So do something that's a little bit more nourishing. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it is going for a swim. 
Maybe it is um, Pilates or yoga, something, uh, Tai Chi. Like, oh my gosh, it's been a long, that would be a good one. It's been a long time since I practiced Tai Chi and I'm an energy worker, so I should practice it more often. But things like that. And you can do that for at least 20 to 30 minutes a day, maybe taking a dog for a walk, something that's not a high intensity workout, like extreme sports, heavy lifting or anything like that. Um, but something that's nourishing to your body and helps reduce that stress and helps you calm down and relax. Um, okay, so I know some of you people are like, all right, I hear all these things, I hear all these things. What about something I can take, right? What kind of supplement can I take? So adding supplements to your diet can help speed the healing process of adrenal fatigue. These are some of the ones that I recommend, and I'm going to tell you the one I absolutely say avoid if you can, all right? So calcium is a great one. Magnesium, I love magnesium. I take Plexus BioCleanse every single night. It helps me fall asleep. I recommend it to all my clients, my family members, anyone dealing with sleep issues, right? Helps you fall asleep. Plus it's a mineral that your body needs. Um, and it helps push out all the excess like guck. Like it helps you really cleanse out your colon, which is an added benefit. So you don't have to worry about you know, all that excess food particles and crap in your, in your system, right? Um, vitamin C, vitamin E, and B complexes are highly recommended, especially B complex if you're feeling really tired and you need that energy in the morning. Um, I would say try to enjoy, avoid the junk food as much as possible and try to have plenty of fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet. The one supplement that I discourage because it is a hormone, and I know a lot of you guys will um, say like, well, what about this? What about this? melatonin. Yeah. So unless you are jet lagged or you're flying a lot because you are a stewardess or you, that's just your job that you got to fly around a lot for work, avoid it, right? Because you don't want to mess. You're already talking about trying to regulate out hormones in one way or another. Then why mess with your hormones? You don't need it. Try these other techniques. Try the magnesium. Try the serenity blend. Try the vetifer. Try, you know, adding more fruits and vegetables, whatever it may be. Um, try all these kind of things, reducing the, the excess light in your room. Try all of this stuff first, right? Take a bath, whatever it may be, maybe a bath with some lavender or a serenity blend, whatever it may be. Try to reduce the stress before you even think about going with something like melatonin, which is a hormone. So, um, <clears throat> I hope that this helps a lot. Um, I hope you find some techniques that you think will be very useful. Um, again, I will always recommend like meditation, walking in nature, some kind of like exercise, sleep, and a lovely bath. And I have a cool recipe. I'm going to leave this also in the show notes for you guys. This recipe is for your bathtub. It is a stress-reducing bath salt. All right. It's the holiday time, so you can even make these for your friends be a really nice gift, like a homemade gift to give to your friends because they're probably stressed out just as much as you are. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to have two cups of Epsom salt. That's your magnesium, right? We just talked about magnesium and 10 drops of lavender essential oil. Okay. So two cups of Epsom salt, 10 drops of lavender essential oil, and you're going to mix this together. You're going to put it like in a cute little jar or if you like, you can put that serenity blend. But that, I'm going to warn you, the serenity blend is going to knock your butt out. So be cautious on which one you want to do. All right? 
but you want to add essential oils actually in the Epsom salt because if you put it in the bathtub, it's just not going to disperse. And then as you're running your um, warm bath water, you can add these stuff, this mixture, into the bathtub and then mix until it's dissolved. Sit down in it, relax, you know, maybe play some nice music, whatever it may be. You can even add like beautiful little dried lavender flowers. That would be really pretty to add into it, not just for yourself, but even as a gift. So I hope you find this episode really, really helpful. I want to wish you guys a happy holiday season. Don't stress out. You know, try to really reduce the amount of stress um, as much as possible. And then tune in to next week's episode where we're going to talk a little bit more about goal setting and goal setting for your 2019. I love doing vision boards. And so I wanted to talk a little bit more on how you can kind of get into that goal setting technique and some of the things that I'm thinking about doing to help with my business and my personal life come next year. And then it is the holidays, right? So we have next week and then the following week is going to be um, a recorded, a pre-recorded episode from an interview that I had with this gentleman named Kyle, because I will be in Hawaii, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. I wish I could take you all sometime too, but stay tuned to next year because I'm offering quite a few retreats. I got a lot of stuff on my plate. I want to explain a little bit more about that in next week's episode. So if you do want to hang out with me someplace nice and warm, I have a couple of things coming up next year in Mexico. And I will explain a little bit more about that to you and give you a little bit more information. We're still trying to work out all the details on some of the stuff, but I do have some of the dates. Um, so you can at least schedule it on your calendar for them. And then I can let you know more about how you can register for them and everything else once we get all of that worked out with the retreat place. Again, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Love Your Life podcast. And I will see you guys next week. Lay low on all the sugary stuff and the alcohol. Um, during this holiday season, remember, pick your vices. So either it's going to be that alcoholic drink or it's going to be that, you know, cookies that your mom or grandmother made, but it can't be both. You know, you want to go into the new year doing best. I have, I'm sorry, I just had to tell you guys that, right? You know, I'm a nutritionist, so I had to tell you guys that. And happy holidays. If I do not, if you don't tune in until after the holidays, you can catch up on the other recordings. But I hope you do turn into next week's episode because it's going to be great. It's really going to help you goal set for 2019 because we want to make it the best year yet. All right, you guys, bye for now. Thank you for tuning into Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at FWL underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.